Hello, I'm the Doctor. Hey Who fans, welcome to the Big Blue Box Podcast. My name is Gary. My name is Adam. And welcome to episode 17. So we've got a few newsy bits to run through with you guys, and then we're going to go straight into our review of the the awesome Dark Water. Dark Water. Dark Water. Yes. What does it all mean? What does it all mean indeed? Yeah, yeah. I hope you guys have had a good uh, week or so since um, uh, Dark Water went out on Saturday. What have you been up to, Adam? Uh, just work, mate. Boring old work. I've been I've been trying to do a few bits for the bag. Uh, I've got a Q and A that's been going on forever that I'm I'm slowly getting through. So yeah, just just that really. Standard stuff. Standard stuff. Uh, yeah. What about yourself? Um, pretty much the same, really. Worky work. Which is yeah, why, uh, yeah. damn work gets in the way of everything, doesn't it? Bloody work, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've watched, I think this episode of, of the current series, I think this is the one that I've watched or re-watched the most. I've watched this one possibly, I think I've watched it, it's, I'm on my fourth re-watch now. Ooh, I've, I've watched it twice, uh, my, my standard twice. So, I, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously I'll come on to my thoughts on it later, but... Yeah, so it's definitely worth it, worthy of the rewatch. It definitely is. I normally, the mm. same as you, I normally watch them. I think I watched them twice uh, before we, we, we record this. And uh, I don't know, there's just something about this one that I, I watched it because of, obviously, it's, it's, in my opinion, it was a really enjoyable uh, episode, this one. But I also, mm. I found it a little bit, hmm, a little bit uh, different to the rest of the series. Definitely. There, there's a lot to take in in this one. There is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll come on to that a little bit later. We will. Uh, but first off, shall we do the news? Let's do it. Heavenly. Heavenly. <laughs> we love that. I, all I see, I see in my mind every time I hear that sound, obviously the TARDIS, but, you know, someone with a key on a, on a piano string, just, just <laughs> a lovely, lovely image. Very cool. First <laughs> yeah. bit of news, buddy. Yes. Uh, the Symphonic Spectacular that's hitting the UK next year mm. has got itself a pretty cool host. It has indeed. Yeah, the governor himself. The governor. <laughs> the governor. Peter the Governor Davison. That's very cool. I love that news. Yeah, yeah, it's re- it is good. Yeah, and quite a surprise actually. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pleased with that because we're both going to this as well. So I'll be I'll be looking forward to to seeing him there. Yeah, we're both hitting this one up. It's at the it's a Wembley Arena, right? Next May. Wembley Arena, that's it. Yeah, yeah. they're uh, doing so two, aren't they? Doing a matinee, of, I guess, sort of for the younger audience, and then later on, uh, yeah. I guess, probably kids and, and adults. So yeah, I'm going to the evening one. Yeah, me too. Half seven. That's oh, it. It's going to be so good. And uh, it's, as I understand, it's going to be a similar concept to uh, the proms, when Doc- uh, the Doctor Who proms from last year. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, when Peter Davison came out, everyone went crazy. Which uh, was this last year, was this? Last year at the proms, yeah. All oh, right, because you actually went to this one, did you, at the Albert Hall? I did, yeah, I was there. Yeah, lucky. And, so uh, lucky. Yeah, he wasn't announced. He wasn't announced as a as a host. Oh right! Or a so when he yeah. came out, it's a total surprise. Very cool. And what I found really cool about him as well is because uh, at the back of the Albert Hall there was a really big screen, and the other people that came out they just read off the prompt, 
but he just discarded that. He, oh, cool. he just said his own thing. It was very cool. Yeah, I can imagine him doing that. Yeah, just just doing it his own way. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward. To, I'm not sure if he's if this means that he's going to present the whole thing. If he's going to be the host of the whole thing, or if he's involved, I'm not sure. But it's great news, anyways. Yeah, that is going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. Will you will you be cosplaying? Will you be dressing up? I hopefully will be. Will you? As long as I can. I thought you were going to be like no. Of course, of course. Oh, as, long, so, as long as I can find a decent a decent cosplay. A decent costume, and I'll, I'll do it. You're you're going to be going as uh, I, I'm going to guess. You're going to go as either Tenant in a tripy suit, <laughs> uh, stripy suit, or uh, or Capaldi. You're you're going to be turning up in some sort of Capaldi getup. Would I be right? You would be right. Yeah. I don't know how you're right straight away, but you are pretty much spot on. Uh, um, I've seen I've seen your profile picture. That's what it is. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, well, do you know? Speaking of Tenant costumes and stuff like that, mm. I've been looking around on I've been looking around on the internet, mm. as you do. Yeah. And uh, I found one, but I don't know if I can justify the spends. Bit pricey, is it? Well, it's it's from this really cool... You, uh, listeners who are, who are into their cosplay and, and know of this site will know how how very good and how the quality of the stuff. It's uh, uh, Magnoli Clothiers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's that guy. And um, yeah, the tenant costume is... With the coat, you've got to have the coat as well. You can't order the brown... Oh, yeah, you've got to have the coat. Exactly, yeah. you've got to have the coat. And I think all in all... Oh man, I think it's around seven hundred pounds. That is that is an expensive old suit, isn't it? Yeah, I think the mm. suit. Well, Do you get maybe, a tie with that? Does it come with a tie? No, no, <laughs> no tie. No. Oh, gosh. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's all in. So the suit, the shirt, the tie, and the coat. I think is around seven hundred squids, British pounds. Mm. So it's a lot of money. And the thing is, I would so wear it, but I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can justify that on a. Can, can you not yeah. throw together a sort of um, a cheaper version from sort of M&S or something? Well, <laughs> you know, do they? absolutely not. No. Oh, okay. Just won't do. That won't do because no. you can buy, I know you can buy uh, the, the coat, you can buy the long brown coat from the BBC shop directly. Mm. And, and uh, the stamp centers tend to have that as well. They do. You know, sci-fi yeah. collector, yeah. Yeah, they do. And that's cool. But the only thing is it looks really, it looks really cheap. Does it? It does. Yeah. All oh, right, because I haven't seen the actual physical thing. So. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you if you cosplay, you know, once in a blue moon, you, you're not really bothered about that sort of thing. Then it's fine. Um, but I'm a real like this OCD about this sort of thing. And I, yeah, you, you know, want it to be good. That is surprising. If that's the official one and it's it's cheap, that's a bit of a shame, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think it's about mm. uh, the official one. It must be about hundred pounds or something like that. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot of people. Um, getting into the Capaldi look and I've seen a lot of people finding the very similar coats with the red lining one of my friends put a picture out recently I can't remember which store it was but a local store uh, it seems it's fairly sort of common to get but um, the sad thing for me being a slightly larger build guy is his is very slim fit his coat very much <laughs> so, so. so yeah. I just I just have a vision of it looking great on the peg and then maybe <laughs> putting it on and you know when you sort of think you look good and then you see what you actually look like and it's yes. a disaster I just have this dreadful vision of me getting a Capaldi coat and looking like a sort of weeble in it or something so I'd love one though I would love one if they if I could get my size and not slim fit those are two words that fill me with dread when I see across <laughs> well you could um you could nab the um you could just nab an old black jumper and just shovel out a hole through the front 
That would I'd probably yeah, I'd probably look more like says Albert Steptoe or something. Alec. <laughs> oh, <Ow. laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Oh no, he was very skinny though, wasn't he? So no, maybe not. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I could cobble something together. Do you know I, what? when I went to, to the fiftieth, I put on my question mark jumper, oh, cool. which I've had for years. Cool. I've had it ages. Um, it's not one of the new ones. It's um, it's a really old faded thing, and. Um, yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit tight. Let's put it that way. I couldn't wait to actually take off. But yeah, I don't know. I might have to think of something else. Indeed, I think a lot of there are two things you can do really if you want to get away with it. You can the first thing is just put on the the fourth Doctor scarf. Yeah, that or you can wear whatever you like with that really, and you can get away with it. Or you can just go as nine. All you need is a leather jacket, some black jeans and stuff, and. Nine's yeah. quite easy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, when I go to Timey Wimey in a couple of weeks, um, I'm going to take, because I've got the red, like the burgundy scarf. So obviously I've got to go on the beach uh, in Brighton with that scarf to reenact the leisure hive. Uh, so I'll be doing that. But um, I That's don't sweet. know about the rest of the costume. Yeah. Cool. You're, quite, you're right. That's an easy one. You can put the scarf on, you instantly feel like a doctor. Yeah. Of course. So, yeah. But I don't know about the symphonic. I shall, I shall have to think about it. Me too. See if I can justify the spend on this. You know you'll do yeah. it. Oh, Santa, when it's nearly Christmas. I could do it in Christmas stages, list. couldn't I? I could get the suit and then a couple of months later get the coat. and then Get the socks fish, one yeah. week and then, yeah, <laughs> the I'd, tie another. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do it over a series of months. And then when it comes yeah. to like the day of the symphonic, I'll put it all on and none of it will fit. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll all be, it'll all be like the, the sleeves will be down past your hands and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and the shirt. You can't quite do it up yet. Yeah, it could be a disaster. Could be. I might just <laughs> stick with a scarf then, you know. No, no, do it, man. You've got to do it. Okay. Tweet me. Oh. Tweet us if you want me to get it. Yes. Yeah. At Big Blue Box Pcast. Gary, get it, or Gary, don't be silly. And if you don't get it, just buy a pack of tinfoil and go as a Cyberman. There you go. So that's, that's my backup plan. That's it. Or just buy a load of those, um, uh, those tinfoil-looking blankets that runners use after their races. Oh, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So we've got it sorted. We always have a backup. Before we move on to the next bit of news, just quickly, mm. what do you think uh, your your opinion on Capaldi's uh, his, his outfit? Because he rocks the white shirt and, mm. and the, the 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 coat with the red interior and stuff, which is very, which has some kind of Pertwee uh, notions about it. But he also wears, yeah. like I said earlier, this kind of black, strange fitted jumper with holes in it. I don't know what that's about, but. No, it's a strange one, that isn't it? And then the what's it? The polka dot shirt got quite a lot of attention, mm, didn't it? Yes. Um, I I don't mind it, actually. I think he I think he pulls it off well. But yeah, I know I know certain people, certain quarters of fandom, haven't liked that. I think particularly the the shirt with the holes in it, they're not too keen on because it mm. looks a bit sparkly. I think they are holes, but it sort of looks almost like they're glitter or something. Yeah, I'm um, sure they're holes. They must. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I yeah. think they're holes. Yeah, I don't mind it. I think yeah. it's all right. It's not something I would wear, uh, but uh, <laughs> and mainly because I couldn't get into it. But yeah, no, I think it's fine. I think he pulls it off. Cool. Yeah. That's that then. So maybe you could get that one of those shirts. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like I said, just find an old jumper and just wreck it. Wreck it. Yeah. Uh, old you... cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Let's do the last bit of news. Yeah. It'd be interesting to hear your thoughts on this one because it's been a very controversial uh, piece of news and um, mm. I'm not I'm not even sure what my thoughts on it are really, but it has it has gained some attention, I must say. And it's it's based on last Saturday's um, episode Dark Water. And it's to do with this whole theme of the the whole storyline and the basis for um, the the three W um, uh, Institute or 
or place, whatever, with all these, um, mm. you know, the story like, with the tombs. And uh, when it gets revealed to Clara and the Doctor that uh, those three words are, um, is it, um, don't cremate me? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was surprised about that, actually, when, when they, you know, said that that's what it stood for. I was expecting something a bit more different. I wasn't, I'm still not sure how I feel about that. Yeah, me either. And it's, it's one of those things where you, you have to kind of take it as it was intended. And because mm. I think a lot of people, what they can do with TV these days, and especially with movies and things, is they kind of look for these, these subplots and they look for these, um, they, they just look for something that, you know, potentially isn't there, which wasn't intended by the writers or anything, but they just read into things a bit too much. Yeah, you know? I think that is often the case. That does happen an awful lot. Um, it's In fact, it's happened quite a bit in this series, hasn't it? Um, yeah. What was the stuff earlier on where there were complaints? And I was thinking, oh, that's nonsense. I think this one does have a bit more basis, though. I can see where some of the complaints were coming from because although I still think it's a bit of an overtop reaction, it was a very unsettling um, idea, and I'm not sure about the way it was handled. So... I'm a bit 50-50 on this one. I, I do think sort of, I do see where the complaints coming from. Sometimes I just see them and I think, oh, ridiculous. Like you said, they're, they're looking for a reason to complain. With this one, I can see why some people would be unsettled by it. You can. I can, yeah. I can, I can, I, even when I was watching it, I mean, obviously we'll get into the review in a bit, but I, it is a very dark subject and it's something I, I've oh, sounds a bit grim, but I've thought about it as well. I always think, how do we know, you know, when we when we die, how do we know that we're dead? You know, uh, it's something I've thought about. So it kind of tapped into that, that the fact that they used it. I thought, oh, blimey, you know, I, I can sort of see why there's been a few complaints, but yeah, I don't know. It's an interest. It is an interesting one, and I don't think it's unjust yeah. in some quarters. No, I yeah. think I think it depends on. This is absolutely one of those things where if you've been affected by. Um, by uh, death in your family, especially recently, mm. and you know this this could have quite an effect on on you, depending on what sort of person you are. Uh, obviously, yeah. it's it's had an effect on enough people to you know to warrant this uh, this com- quite a large number of complaints with the BBC, and mm. their response I thought was I thought it was fair enough to a degree. Um, it's a bit flippant, wasn't it? It was. It was a little bit. I mean, in a nutshell, they were basically saying, well, this is a fictional show, so get over it. Yeah. You know, that was yeah. their, in a nutshell, that was their response. And Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, where do you, where do you draw the line with this thing? Because Doctor Who has always been, I wouldn't say it's been controversial. I don't think it's ever been like close to the knuckle and it's always in the news for storylines and stuff like that. It's never been, mm. you know, like that. But, you know, it, it kind of makes you think... You know, are they not allowed to explore these areas, you know, for fear of, of these complaints and so on? Or are they, you know, do do the writers and Stephen Moffat and those sorts of people, do they potentially feel like, you know, if they do tread this water, you know, if they do you know, venture into this thing of, you know, do we talk about these dark subjects and stuff like that? Is it going to, you know, cause a shitstorm? And yeah, because sure. if you yeah, because if you start doing that, I mean, you'll just never stop, or you'll think, oh, I can't do that, I can't do that. I don't know. I think I think they got the line right. I, I I think yeah, I don't think it went too far. Let's put it that way. But no. I can see why, like you said, some people may have been uncomfortable with it. Yeah, I can you know? I can see at least at least one family around the TV last Saturday night, and uh, maybe have been to a funeral or a cremation oh, like God. literally yeah, well, days be, before. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. 
and, and the fact that the person who they're who they're dealing with, um, it, it, there's actually a recording, isn't there, in the show? There's a that there's some scientist guy, and he's actually recorded these thoughts from supposedly the afterlife. Mm. And it's actually a person who's in quite a bit of fear by the sound of it saying. Yeah, that's you know, right. Yeah. So I can imagine there are some families around there who are, you know, who have been affected by this kind of thing recently. And there may be like, oh, oh, we don't want to hear this right now. We only had, you know, Uncle Jim cremated yesterday. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I can see. I can see it. But And yeah. hasn't it been re this is um hasn't this put back the release date of the dvd by a week or something like because it's been reclassified now the the rating for it do you see this i did yes yeah, so it's a yeah, week it's, isn't it it's so like... it's pushed it back by a week which isn't too bad but it's interesting that well i don't know if this is a direct result of it but i mean obviously it was classified and then they've suddenly decided that no they need to review that that classification which is unusual it, it, it's so yeah. close to the release date it is yeah because they can't i think i could be wrong here but i think with blu-rays and dvds you can't the the age classification that you put on the on the actual side of the the box mm. it, it has to reflect whatever the highest level of the the episode within the series you can't just That's say right. it's a it's a pg but then this one episode is a 12a whatever it is you have to classify the whole thing based on you know the highest level of episode so so this will be a 12 then i'm a, i'm assuming so yeah and mm. I, i'm hoping they haven't they haven't printed off millions of packaging already because <laughs> that's no. i don't want my tax money going towards another printing hall mind you you know that you say that but actually it was due out in two weeks wasn't it two so, weeks time yeah it would have been they would have started shipping in what oh, 10 days then? yeah 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 those americans have probably already got it yeah dirty <laughs> 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 they'll be they'll probably be watching it by this time tomorrow yeah so i think the i think the new release date is it the 24th now 24th of november yeah it's gone yeah. back to 24th that's right yeah 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 so anyways um so that's that's the news buddy yeah that's it should we do dark water so let's let's get into our full-on review then this is a cloud of one of those moments. What moments? The darkest day, the blackest hour. Let's see what we're made of. You and I. These are tombs. Why would anyone go to so much trouble just to keep watching on the dead? The dead don't come back. Who are you? You know who I am. Oh, so good, isn't it? Oh, I love trailers sometimes. You know who oh, I am. Brilliant. <laughs> Capaldi sounds so good on audio as well, doesn't he? Like, he, do, he does, yeah. You know, the whole yeah. thing sounds good on audio. Yeah, sounds very cool. So, it sounds like you liked this episode, Gary. Would I be right? You are correct. Very, right. very correct in that one. It's um, <laughs> all about you, Ove. Uh, did you... Well, you, you, you must have... Um, you must have been into it to watch it. I know we watch it a second time for kind of review mm -hmm. purposes, but did you enjoy those two those two viewings? Yes, I did. Uh, I enjoyed both viewings, and the first viewing, I, I really found it engaging. Um, I was really engrossed in the episode because if you think about it, there's not a lot of action in this episode. So it's, it's just telling a, it's just drawing you in further and further as the story goes on. So it's not like an action-packed episode, but it really kept my attention. You know, I found myself engrossed by it and I was really enjoying it. I was also quite unsettled by it as well. Like it's, it's, it's probably one of the darkest toned episodes we've had. And, um, and I really liked it. Yes. I, um, 
for that same reason, I was mm. uh, I was really intrigued and drawn into this one purely because it did go very dark. It was very it dark. It did go very dark. I think this I think the darkest one we've had so far in series eight has to be uh listen. Yes. Would you say listen? Yes, yeah, I would say so. Yep. And this one took it up another notch in terms of venturing into uh I mean, it wasn't dark enough for me to complain to the BBC. Oh no. Um, but it was uh it did go to um a, a fairly dark place and isn't we we've dealt with 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 the subject of death and potential afterlives before on Doctor Who. But yeah. this but this one just seemed to be a bit I don't know I I found myself leaning forward. I found myself leaning forward closer to the TV. You know that the, the scene where the Doctor and Clara are in the the 3W and that that uh, mm. Doctor Chan is taking them through what that actually means, what 3W means and Yeah. And and I think what it was very cleverly written that section because it kept you in suspense for a good few minutes because uh, that Dr. Chan kept saying, you know, this is hard to hear. don't want to hear this. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it built, built it up a little bit and I was like, you know, crap, what, what is it? What? Mm. And so that, that whole, so I think we're talking about very, very generically now, the, the darkness of the episode and stuff like that. So before we get into the details and stuff like that, I did find it very dark and intriguing and mm. I did find it, because there were so many things in it, it was, it had like, um, there wasn't, it wasn't very big on action. It wasn't one of those explosiony episodes, was it? Not at all. But no, it was no. very, very, it was very heavy in terms of characters and and plot and reveals and darkness and that kind of thing. So it did. It was a really good watch from start to finish. I found. Yeah, I thought so. I mean, I, I was on my edge edge of my seat before that. I mean, when when Clara stepped out of that mist. Mm -hmm. the volcano i was like whoa what is going on here and i i loved that scene i mean uh, i just thought it was a brilliant sort of intro to the episode i was shocked by danny getting run over at the start as well um that that took me by surprise although i you know obviously very much doubted he was dead but just to you know to open with him being run down um i thought was shocking i choked um, up did you really i choked up Man. which is nuts because i knew he wasn't dead I knew it. I, I knew that there's no way that they would just kill him off immediately. No. But no. it was so well done, that opening section. Except I didn't... Oh, it was, definitely. I mean, well, what do you think about Clara saying she's owed? and Because and, and, it was quite a severe reaction from Clara, wasn't it? I mean, I was a little bit shocked by her going straight in there. I mean, I didn't understand why she didn't just ask the doctor first. And if he said no, then go to it. But I guess we're just cutting to the chase is, is the way I look around it. But what did you think about her saying, I am owed and, you know, you are going to do this and, and really sort of taking charge and putting the, betraying the doctor. I mean, that was quite a, you know, quite an interesting start. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. I think saying that she's owed, Mm. Um, I was a little bit like, oh, it's a bit selfish. Yeah, I think that it's been an interesting relationship between Doctor and Companion for this mm. for this uh, series, and it's it's kind of taken a different twist almost. It's it's like because there have been a couple of episodes where um, uh, people have complained that you know the Doctor really hasn't asserted himself enough, and it's been yeah. it's been Clara taking the lead a lot, and it's been Clara who saved the day and that kind of thing. So I think maybe it's Maybe there's an element of that in there where throughout this whole series, Clara has been really important in, in quite a few episodes. 
And if it wasn't for Clara, the, the doctor probably, you know, probably would have been, um, you know, flat on his ass by now. Um, yeah. So there is an element of that where I can see why they wrote that line in there. I can see that, uh, you know, she's she probably does feel that she's owed because she's put her love life on hold to a degree. You know, she's done a lot of fibbing where it concerns Danny and she's gone, you know, there was that one episode, wasn't there, where she was running like a crazy person at the beginning between the doctor and school and Danny. Yes. You know, yeah. so she probably feels like she's worked her ass off, you know, recently and helping the doctor and all that kind of thing. Um, and she's sort of given him as good as he gets now, I think. She's sort because he's been so harsh with her at times. She's now just sort of flipping it around and saying, you know, well, you know, I think he, she knows he can take it. You know, he's that sort of doctor, isn't he? Yes, ex exactly. Yeah, and so I think maybe there's an element of that in there where mm -hmm. where Clara probably does feel like she's she she she's she's owed this her chance at love, you know, because mm -hmm. she's she's put herself on the line so many times for the doctor and stuff, and she's probably you know you know expecting him to just jump in the TARDIS, go back in time a bit, pull him out, and there you go. And it was, a, it was a great scene, though, wasn't it, between the two of them? I thought they were both amazing in it. I love yeah. that scene. I thought, yeah. yeah, I thought that she played that so well. The, yeah. The, the up and down, like the, the bit where she was, she was in control almost and she was very harsh, you mm. know, and, and, and just taking control. And then that immediate crash where she realizes instantly what she's done and just breaks down. I thought it was really well, really well done. And what a great twist, the fact that she had the sticker in her hand the whole time the what was it the memory or the dream sticker or whatever it was yeah what a clever guy that doctor because i didn't see that coming i don't know if you did but i was like oh that's cool i really didn't see that coming no i didn't see it no no i thought that was really cool um the only thing i would say is what's happened to because i know a few people have said this but it is true the doctor and, and clara have both opened the tardis doors by clicking their fingers which does kind of take away you know if you were to think too much into it I mean, it doesn't detract from what was a brilliant scene and a great opening, but, you know, they have done that quite a lot, haven't they, where the Doctor just clicks his fingers and the TARDIS doors open. So it was a little bit like, well, he could just get in there, but <laughs> a, mi a minor gripe, really. No, I did. I thought the same thing, and I think a lot yeah. of people did because they made a big song and dance about it at the end of um, uh, Forest of the Dead, where where the, the last couple of minutes was David Tennant... Um, in that very cool pose in front of the TARDIS oh, and the yes. camera zooms in and which is one of my favorite scenes from his, um, from his era. Beautiful. Um, yeah. yeah. So they made a, you know, a big song and dance about being able to do that. And they've also referenced it a couple of times, um, since then. Even in this series, I can't remember which episode, but even in the series that Capaldi's doctor's done it, hasn't he? Yes. He has. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it was, so you know, could, but yeah. it's a minor gripe, but it did, it did occur to me, you know, even throughout that scene, I was thinking, well, and let, I don't know, maybe there's, you know, maybe she's locked the door and he can't do it if it's locked or something. I don't know. There could be reasons, but it's not, you know, it's not enough to detract from what was a great scene. I agree. It was a great yeah. scene. And um, yeah, maybe she did lock it. Is there like a, is it like a double lock thing, like a front door? I don't know. Well, you've, so you've seen Utopia, haven't you? Yes. I mean, that bit where the master, I know he's inside, so it's not the same, but, but I thought even that was just such a clever little idea that he could, what do you call it? Jail lock it or something. You know, and uh, then you can't get in. Yeah, well, you double lock a front door. Double lock, yeah, yeah nice yeah. little thing. So maybe she did something like that. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't have to spoon feed us every detail, do they? No, no. As I say, it didn't detract from it. It, it just did occur to me at the time. That's all. Yeah, and then moving on from that, um, as we get into the actual storyline. Mm. So, how do you how do you feel about this whole 
Clara plugging herself into the TARDIS to, you know, to link up with Danny's time stream almost. Um, I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, was that that first introduced in Hyde or was it, is it this series? I've kind of lost track of where that's come from. She did it in Listen. She didn't do it in Hyde then. I can't remember now. Uh, No, it was uh, Listen because she plugs herself in, doesn't she? And then she gets transported back in Danny's timeline when he was a kid. That's it. Yeah. um, Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about... It's a bit of a get-out, isn't it? Well, it's it's one of those things where it's almost like the sonic screwdriver syndrome, mm. where you've got a very good story, but you're missing a really big transport between A to B. So how do you plug the gap? How do you get from there to there? And they've, yeah. they've done it quite a few times in the past with the sonic screwdriver, where they're in a bit of a, you know, a bit of a muddle, and... All of a sudden, the, the, the screwdriver is able to do stuff that it wasn't before, and it saves the day. You know, they kind of the doctor pulls it out of his ass, and you know, and <laughs> well, I don't know which episode you've been so. watching. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? It's and yeah, I kind no, of I do. That's I do. what I thought about this scene where they need to go and they need to get to this nevosphere because the doctor already said, you know, the, every culture has an, a, a concept of afterlife, so we need to go and find him, but. How do they do that? And there seems to be like a custom panel on the console, yeah. You know where you can put your hands in, and it's like, well, you would only ever bit, need that if somebody went missing and you needed to. What I don't know. It's a bit of it's a plot. It's a plot device. Yeah, I yeah. do. I do know what you mean. I guess it's just there to move the story on, and and I like the fact they've toned down the use of the Sonic. Um, I, I was going to say actually, I think this series, the Psychic Paper, has become the new Sonic Screwdriver in the series because they've toned down the Sonic's use, but they've used the Psychic Paper over and over again this series, it, just like they did with the Sonic. So I think this series, the Psychic Paper, has been the Sonic. But yeah. you're right about the panel on the console. I think it, it is a bit of a um, plot device just to move things on quickly, and it's it's yeah. not ideal, but I I don't mind it. I don't know why it's there either because the Doctor mm. clearly doesn't use it. So is it was it created specifically for Clara or a companion? I'm not sure. Yeah, and I mean, and half the time the TARDIS doesn't seem to like Clara. We still haven't got any sort of clear indication why. So I don't know what, why would it hmm. sort of lo- go along with it if you see what I mean. But yeah. yeah, again, it didn't detract from a very good episode. I didn't. It didn't bother me. No. I didn't. I didn't after the episode, I didn't just walk around seething like, what the hell are they doing with this bloody time? <laughs> you didn't concert? go straight onto a forum and be like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah I did like some, um, quite a few people that I follow on Twitter are like that. They just explode <laughs> on Twitter after they've seen something in an episode and they're not happy with it. It's like, okay, okay, okay. It's even, a TV even with, show. Yeah. Even with like in the forest of the night, which I <laughs> didn't like, I didn't explode. I, I've yet to see an episode that makes me explode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> be a good way to go though wouldn't it Doctor episode so bad you literally explode I, I, I just have to take back by the way what I just said it isn't just a TV show is it oh no let's be honest I'm sorry about that guys it's not just no. a TV show it's uh, no. yeah um, so and then bang we're almost straight into the Missy aren't we they get to the 3W and great entrance by her wasn't it when yeah. she came out from behind the woods I loved that that was really, very really cool. nice. Wasn't yeah. again not expecting it. I, you know, I love the fact that the Doctor's not fooled by it for a second. You know, he kn- knows she's there. No messing. You know, why don't you come out? And then she just, you know, her face behind the letters and the way she sort of trotted out. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, that was very. I found, I found the Doctor to be quite Pertwee-ish in this section. I found really? him to, yeah, I found him to have this because there's a there's a few scenes in the past where. 
um, especially in um, Inferno. And the the relationship that I found between the Doctor and Missy, it was very similar to me to how the Doctor was with the Brigadier in Inferno, where he's okay. kind of very, very almost short-tempered with him all the time. And he's very short with him and very to the point and there's no messing around. There's yeah. no long conversation. He's just, you know, on him all the time. And I found him to be quite Pertwee-ish with this, um, the way he was with Missy. That might just be me, but the way he was with Missy, he was very short and to the point, abrupt, no messing about, um, quite classic Doctor-ish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I quite liked that. And I and I can see where you're coming from with that, actually. Um, and I and I loved I loved her sort of initial performance as well. So just some of the way she she said the lines, you know, like I'm in charge. It was like this manic, yeah. You know, and it and it could have been if you'd taken it up another notch, it could have been over the top. But I think she actually pitched it perfectly. I loved her performance, even when she was pretending to be that android and she was doing a I'm a slightly robotic, you know, person. Yeah, even yeah. that I thought she just played it right she didn't go over the top or anything i love i loved her her performance i didn't like the kiss though i'm gonna just say that now even even with the humorous <laughs> side to it um with you know <laughs> with clara saying uh, yes it's over and you know you haven't had yours and it, it yeah. just felt oh just as soon as it happened i was like oh no it just felt like a moffat trait and not needed to be but yeah do you know you what know. i didn't understand the kiss no i so just that, didn't get it, it even though i've watched it a few times now i don't I don't get why she, if somebody wants to get in touch and fill us in on why she did that or mm. what your, why you think she did that, it'd be cool because I can't, I can't fathom why, because she obviously knows who he is because she's yeah. been following him for, for ages now since the start of the series, but why the, I'm not sure. No, I didn't, really, didn't get yeah. that. At all. I think it was just there for sort of, cause then there's sort of a bit, a few comical lines afterwards. I think it was there to put in a bit of, like humor maybe but i yeah as soon as she leaped forward and pushed him against the wall i was like oh no didn't, yeah. i just didn't like that um <laughs> to be honest. yeah but, but also why didn't when she puts the doctor's hand on her chest why he must have felt the two hearts why didn't he react why was he so slow to pick up on the fact that she had two hearts that was the other thing i yeah, was slightly yeah. miffed about you know because it's referred to later on isn't it yeah, and he doesn't have to put his hand there again. He remembers <laughs> from earlier on in the episode that, oh, yeah, you did have two hearts. Yes, I, I you know? wasn't sure, unless he was just sort of going along with it to, you know, to sort of play along with her or something. I don't know. I don't think A so. A strange thing. Because his reaction was very like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was very much that. So I don't think he... I don't know. I think if he would have found out immediately that, well, if he'd have realised straight away that this was a Time Lord, I don't think he would have just let that just fly for a while. No, no, that's no. right. Uh. So it was strange that he didn't pick up on it straight away. That was strange. Mm. There must be a reason why. They wouldn't have just let that. No, because yeah. I guess say, because they could have quite easily left that. They didn't need to be there. So, you know what I mean? It's not like... They had to write it in for any reason. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it was a bit strange. Yeah. And Maybe they'll come back to it. Yeah. And what's um and what's the deal with um, the way that Missy was with um, with the Doctor and Clara when we when they first uh, meet um, at the 3W? Um, what's the deal with, I don't know how she's listening into everything that's going on in no. another room at another, the other end of the building. I don't know how she's doing that. 
No, you're right. She seems to have sort of cameras and things like eyes, eyes everywhere, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, again, I think that's just a sort of convenience for the story because if you think about it, it's not particularly practical. Yeah, they haven't really showed that unless she's got <laughs> unless she's got a very futuristic iPad um, yeah. that uh, that we don't know about. And were, were you a little shocked by the Steve Jobs reference as well? Because uh, I was, I was like, I'm surprised they said that when they said, "Oh, we've we've even got Steve Jobs here and stuff." I was like, "What? What?" I was, yeah, I wasn't shocked. I was just, uh, "Why did you do that?" Yeah, I was just like, I can't believe they sort of said that. It was a bit of a sort of, hmm, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I thought initially. I thought, "Why did you do that?" Yeah, you know, why did you why did you put that in? Because it wasn't needed. Yeah, just because the guy's using an iPad and they're talking about Wi-Fi. You know, it doesn't. You know, it's a little insensitive as well, isn't it? Because it's not that long. It wasn't. Well, yeah, it's only been a few years. Yeah. Oh, was it? I thought it was last year. I've lost track. But I was thinking it was quite re- fairly recent. But I still think it's a bit unne- unnecessary. Yeah, I th- that's yeah. what I thought initially. I thought, oh bloody hell! What do What do you think of the idea behind the actual dark water then of it um, revealing? things and you know and i do like the line about they should use it in swim pools and the doctor going why <laughs> so that was a nice touch but what do you think about this whole dark water thing yeah i mean it's i, I like the it way it's cool used. actually yeah. yeah um i didn't i i i thought it was going to going to be more before i watched the episode admittedly when you know when we heard the title dark water mm. i thought it was going to be more uh, more of a metaphor for something uh, before yeah, well, I watched I, it. I had a theory, and I'm glad it was wrong, um, but my theory towards the end of last week was dark water. Dark stood for evil, and water stood for river, so I thought it was going to be evil river song. Oh, was all, right. So that was, my, that was my theory, and that came to me uh, sort of fairly late in the day, if you like. I was watching it thinking, oh, that's the sort of, you know, that sort of thing Moffat would do. So I'm, I'm glad I was wrong about that because um, Dark Water actually turned out to be a thing and I thought it was going to be a, a sort of reference or anagram or something like like yeah, that, you know. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad I was wrong. I'm but, glad you were wrong. Yeah, because I didn't want it to be, I didn't want it to be River. No. But I, it just suddenly yeah. occurred to me. Yeah, I don't think we've seen the last of River Song. Nor do I. I think Moffat's desperate to bring her back. Yeah, he's got another series left in him, hasn't he? I oh, I think so. I think he's got so. one more. I think he's written a load of stuff for Series 9 already. Um, Have, um, I've got a friend who's convinced that um, that tomorrow night's episode is Capaldi's last because he says we've seen no filming pictures from the Christmas special. We've had no official announcement that he's up for Series 9. So he's convinced that actually we're going to see right. Capaldi go, which I which I desperately hope he's wrong, and I and I really do think he is. But it is strange we haven't seen any sort of you know like normally fans they get in somewhere. I mean, obviously, I guess it's been shot. You know, it's obviously a very studio bound episode, the Christmas special. But we haven't seen anything, have we? We haven't even seen pictures of him arriving at the studio, or you know, these pictures get out, and we've seen none whatsoever, which is strange. Yeah, well. Interesting you should say that. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, because um, when I first launched the podcast uh, on episode two, I think, episode two or three, mm-hmm. um, I did an interview, didn't I, with Mr. Neil Perryman? Yes, with Mr. Neil Perryman. And when we were talking mm-hmm. about, because this was before Peter Capaldi had started. Oh, yeah. And we were talking about this. I, you know, I, I 
quizzed him a little bit. I said, are you looking forward to the new series and Capaldi and so on? And he's and he did actually say that he had heard that Capaldi had signed on for a short term contract with the BBC, mm. and he think and he thought back then that we would only see one series with Capaldi. It's oh, do you know? I'd 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 hate to think it was true, but there are signs there, you know, that he could because I can imagine I can imagine him sitting down with Stephen Moffat and say, "Look, I'd love to do a series. I'd love to be the Doctor." You know, and Stephen Moffat thinking, right, okay, you want to do one series? How can I use that? I can make you really dark. You know, I, I can. There's a little bit of me that can see it happening. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I think I it, hope not because I really want more Capaldi, and I think he's he's got such a good reaction, and fans love him. You know. Yeah, and I I would love to see. I'm, this is going to be. This is not coming across as horrible in any way, but I would like to see Clara go tomorrow. If mm. and I don't, that sounds weird. I don't want to see Clara go, but if I had to see Clara or the Doctor go, I'd want to see Clara go because I would like to see Capaldi back another series with somebody else, a different yeah. companion, to see some some other chemistry there because I think he's got so much more to give. I think he's such a Ooh. good Doctor. Definitely, he's just finding his feet. I mean, he's been brilliant throughout the episode, but he's just really sinking in as a fantastic Doctor. It would be such a shame if he didn't. I mean, the thing is, I'm saying that, but ha- has it been officially announced that he's doing another series or anything? No. I mean, has it, no, no, it, it hasn't. hasn't. So, yeah, that's strange. Yeah, and I think, well, there's two parts, this, isn't there? The first one is, do they normally announce that somebody's going to stay on to do more series? You know, do we find out this mm. far in advance? Because they wouldn't start filming... They wouldn't start filming the second follow-on for him, so Series 9. They wouldn't start filming that until January, uh, February at least, at the earliest. Yeah. So yeah. we wouldn't know anyway. So they, do they announce it that far in advance? I can't remember. Um, and also, it would have it would have leaked by now, surely. Uh, yeah, I suppose you know? so. Yeah, because he would have already started doing other projects. So yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I think, just going back to Clara for one sec, I... I agree with you. I would like to see her go either tomorrow night or at Christmas. Um, not because I don't like the character because, well, I didn't used to, as you know, I wasn't a fan of Clara, but she's been brilliant in this series. Um, but I'd like to see her go because I'd like to see her go out on top um, because I think she's really, really reached the peak of her character. I think she's, you know what I mean? I, I don't think there's anywhere else to go with it. Right. Uh, I just yep. think she's been so good. I, you know, always go out at the top. And I think if she was to leave tomorrow night at Christmas, she will have cemented herself as a really good companion. I think if she was to stay on for another series, uh, I don't know. I just don't know where you go with it after after all of this. I'm not too sure. I'd, I'd like to see someone fresh yeah, on, you yeah. know, on the TARDIS as well. Yeah, for sure. And I think we've had, I'd, I'd hate for it to be another Eccleston situation where oh, you've got, yeah, you know, because he does get dumped on quite a bit, Eccleston, but I thought he was a really good doctor. I really enjoy yeah, uh, series one from the newer Doctor Who. I, th- I think it's really good, and the more you know, the more as time goes on, it still kind of holds its own, if you like. Even though it was filmed in a very different way, and it was, you know, it was, oh, I, you know, I love his, I love the first um, Equiston series. I well, the, sorry, the the Equiston series. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I thought he was a great Doctor. Um, I he gets a lot of flack because of the way he's sort of held himself since, you know, like in interviews and stuff, he's a bit dismissive, I guess. But but no, I thought he was a great Doctor. And, and I think some of his stories really, like you said, stand up ever so well. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. We could be worrying over nothing. Capaldi could be. <laughs> yeah. They'll probably do a big launch. And it'll be interesting because I assume there'll be some sort of trailer at the end of 
tomorrow night saying Christmas trailer. Sometimes they just put the Doctor will be back at Christmas. Yes. So we right. don't know, but yeah. it'll be interesting to see what we get at the end of tomorrow night's finale. Finale. So mm. uh, pushing forward through Dark Water then, mm-hmm. um, the Cybermen. Glad to see them back. Not well. I'm. I'm just a bit meh by it because I am bored <laughs> of the Cybermen, and I. I don't like the new design. You're bored of the Cybermen. Well, I'm not bored of them, but you're bored. Well, no, I, I sounded, no, no, I am. I'm gonna, I've said it. I've said it. That sounded just, like uh, <laughs> um, uh, Colin Baker in Trial of a Time Lord, you know, and he kicks <laughs> off in the. You're bored of the Cybermen. Yeah, no, I, I've said it. I mean, I I love the Cybermen. They're a great creation, um, but I just think they've been. No, I'll tell you what it is. It's not that I'm bored of them. This is this is this is the heart of it. It's just that they're never used effectively. They're never used to their best. Like the Centaurians. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm, well, I just don't think they're they're utilised properly. Like, they always just I haven't there hasn't been a decent Cyberman story since. Well, well, I don't know. Shit, I'm not say your I words carefully here, buddy. As people listening that are probably <laughs> no, like, I mean in the new series. I oh, just in the new think, series, right? Oh yeah, in the, oh I love the classic series. Oh, there's loads. I mean, yeah. you know, Earth Shock Invasion. You go, you know, the list goes on. Tomb of Cybermen, brilliant stories, but. I just think since the show's come back, they do sort of trot out the Cybermen, and I don't think any of the stories have been anything special. And this one, I just think they're just going to be Mrs. Army again. I don't think there's, you know, I could be wrong, but I, I don't get the feeling it's going to be a strong Cyberman story next, uh, sorry, tomorrow. So, so do you think uh, it might be a case of, um, do you remember um, Age of Steel, uh, the Tenant story with, uh, mm. I'm sure it was called Age of Steel. Yeah, it uh, was. Yeah, it was with uh, yeah. Lud- um, Pack or whatever his name was. Yeah, yeah, and it was kind of the same deal where he w- he was like acting as the cyber master or cyber control or whatever, and they yeah. didn't, they didn't really have an agenda of their own. They were just puppets almost. Exactly, it's almost that vibe. Is that what you're saying? That's the vibe I get. Yeah, right. I mean, I probably should hold judgment till till after uh, Death in Heaven, but um, yeah, I, I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm you know the Cybermen are great, but I'm just. I'm not excited to see them back, you know, like when they burst out of the thing, I was, wasn't was like, oh my God, this is a pretty, you know, <laughs> I did like the reveal. I love the fact they used the dark water to slowly reveal them. Love that. But, um, yeah, that but was I'm cool. not, yeah. I'm not massively, I have to be honest, I'm not, not overexcited by their return, but uh, maybe after tomorrow night, I'll be, you know, my, my view will have changed. Yeah, there, there is a danger as well that it could go down the same road as, um, Oh, crikey. I'm terrible. Don't, don't say Nightmare and Silver. No, no. I'm terrible remembering the titles of episodes. Um, it was, you know, the Tenant specials after his... Um, oh, it's The Other Doctor. Yeah, the, You know, the first one. Is it called The Other Doctor? Where they've got that giant sort of Iron Man. Yeah, I think it's called mm. The New... The, the new, Next Doctor. The Next Doctor, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really bad with titles. Yeah, um, there was that woman, wasn't there, who was kind of controlling the Cybermen. And it ended up they just kind of did her off in the end, and they just don't seem to know what to do with them. I think yeah. in the new series, I think that's that's what I'm getting at when I say I'm bored of Cybermen. I just don't think they they seem to know what to do yeah. to do with them. Well, you I, know? well, I hope they don't go down that road of doing that because Missy is, you know, she's quite an important character as the master. Mm. You know, so I hope they don't just just bump her off at the end of this one because I don't know. No, I don't think I don't think they will. No. So, what do you reckon to that then? The reveal. Um, I, I I'm still I just wanted it to be the Rani, and I can't quite get over it. <laughs> the Rani. Um, I, 
Yeah, I really wanted it to be the Rani. I thought because right. I thought Michelle Gomez gave a great performance. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it, and I think I do feel she's going to be in full flow next week. I think we're only seeing the tip of the iceberg because right. she wasn't even in it that much. But but I loved I loved what she was in, and I thought the performance was great. And the whole time I was watching, it, I was thinking she's a she's if she's the Rani. She's brilliant as the Rani because you know I loved Kate O'Mara as the Rani. I didn't really think anyone could replace her, but. Having seen her performance, I thought, yeah, she'd be a brilliant race. She's the Rani. I'm on board with that. When she said, I'm the master, my initial reaction was a bit, oh, no. Because it it was. (laughs) I have to be honest. I I just felt, because it seems, my initial reaction was, oh, Moffat's just done that to to mix it up a bit. He's done it to shock. And, you know, that was my initial thoughts. Um, Having watched it again, I'm more on board with the idea just because I think she will be brilliant as it. The, the actual gender thing doesn't bother me. It's just the fact that it's, you know, the reason for doing it. Um, I just think sort of Moffat's trying to be a bit sort of, you know, smug. But I guess there's nothing wrong with mixing things up. I think that's what I've come yeah. round to thinking. My initial reaction was, oh, no, it seemed like didn't seem the right choice for me to begin with. But I'm, I'm coming round to it and I do think she will be fantastic. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that um, I've got no problem at all with with who she is as the master. Mm. I do think it's a little bit of a a bit of a, a a testing phase or like a trying out thing here because before Capaldi was announced as the Doctor for those few months leading up to that, mm. there was such a massive camp not a campaign but such a huge uh, buzz around. Uh, the next doctor potentially being a woman. Yes, yeah, there always you know? is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and but especially was, this. Yeah. yeah, it was really. Um, it was. It was quite well more than I've seen in the past, anyways. Mm-hmm. And so I think potentially this is a right. Well, if we can have a you know a a, a long standing character which has always been a man, you know, another time lord, and we we switch genders. Is the public going to take to that, or is it going to be way too different? That you know, we've made a slight mistake here. We, you know, we need to. This hasn't really worked. So I think that the next Doctor, I'm I'm going to say that we could have a, a woman as the, as next, the next Doctor. doctor. I, I really do think so because there was such, like I say, there was huge amounts of of talk and speculation just about that. It almost got to the point where people weren't really talking about potential actors anymore. Mm. To play the doctor is more about is it going to be a woman, you know? Well, it's it's definitely paved the way for it. Let's let's put it that way. I mean, that's I think that's possibly one of the reasons Moffat's done it. Um, it's it's just paved the way for that in the future, hasn't it? That yeah. it could could happen, which is not a bad thing. Um, no, and I don't think he's done it solely for that reason. I don't think he's made mm. the master woman, um, you know, one hundred percent because we, you know, he wants to to test the waters there with you know the public perception of the master now being a woman but i do think there is a small aspect to that you know to see how how people would take to this gender swapping kind of thing yeah and i i've I've been surprised by the reaction actually because i maybe naively i thought oh this there's going to be a big back backlash here this isn't going to go down well um but actually most of the reaction i've seen has been quite positive um i've been quite surprised and you know, I don't, I don't know. I just I thought because it is such a, um, an established character in Doctor Who, you know, I thought a lot of people might have an issue with it. But it seems it seems the general consensus is it's um, it's gone down really well. Yeah, which, which is good. You yeah, know. it's um, and it will be it will be that will be the big one, won't it? If if they ever take 
um, the doctor into the into a, the the woman, you know, side of things, which I, I I'm pretty sure that they will. Yeah, I um, think they will. Yeah, maybe maybe not the next doctor, but it's it's going to happen, isn't it? We have to accept that it's going to happen at some point. And that's when certain fans will literally explode. They will explode. They'll go crazy. <laughs> that, that will be it. Yeah, that will be the tipping point. And I'm not sure how I feel about it, you know. And and it's not, a, I'm on shaky ground here, I realise that, but it really, really isn't a sexist thing at all. It, it's not me saying, you know, they shouldn't have a woman as the doctor. <laughs> it really isn't that at all. I, I just think that the dynamic of the show is... <sighs> And I hate saying this because there's probably uh, the female listeners are probably going. Uh, yeah, they're they're ready with the, the unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm giving them ammunition here. I know that, and yeah. it really isn't that. I promise you. But I just think that the show is centered around a male doctor. Um, you know, and it, and it should. I'm not saying it should stay that way, but I'm not sure how I'd feel about a, a female doctor. I think it'd be quite cool, be quite fun after a while. You get used to it, but I don't know. For for me, it's 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 all down to the casting. Uh, it's as simple as that. I mean, it's it's like with um, Michelle Gomez as the master. If you'd asked me before, I'd seen a, the performance. I would have been oh, I don't, I'd have been like you said on shaky ground. But I think she's going to be great. So yeah, uh, to me, yeah. it's down to the casting. Absolutely. You know, yeah. If they cast, um, you know, uh, Joe Brand as the Doctor. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. Is she there? Uh, I, I might have to think twice, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. The other day, I came into the TARDIS. <laughs> Wasn't much going on. That's so, scarily good, Gary. Thank you. I'm so yeah, the, the, yeah, I mean the the um, those guys, you know, with the, the casting responsibilities are always. So, if you take away the child actors, <laughs> we know the adult cast has always been brilliant, in my opinion, yeah. all, all throughout it, Doctor Who. Who else can you do? Any other good impressions? <laughs> can you do a Matt Smith like that? That guy who did—you must have seen that guy who did the Matt Smith impression. He was fantastic. Sounded just like him. I can't. You know, can I you can't, do a Matt Smith? No, I can't. I can't do any doctors. It's really oh, can bad. Can you do a Davros? Davros. Um, only when I've got a cold. Ah, well, <laughs> should have should have asked you a couple of weeks ago. You put me on a spot, man. I'll, I'll get okay. some. I'll get some ready for next. All right, next cool. week. For, yeah. We'll do one for um, Christmas. For Christmas. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, where were we? Where were we? Well, uh, just Missy. Wanted to, Missy, actually, yeah. yeah, Missy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, someone was saying uh, about her hat as well, saying like, how's she going to dominate the world wearing that hat on such a slant? But I, I love the look of Missy. I think she just. I think they've got everything right about her. Yeah, you know, she, just sort of this classy, yeah, mad, yeah. you know, bowl of fruit in her head. Yeah. It, fantastic. Quick question before we get on to Capaldi in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um. Why is she a woman? Who? Missy? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, that, I'm, that's why I'm so looking. There's got, you know, I'm expecting a few answers from tomorrow night's episode. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff to be covered tomorrow night. And thank goodness it's an hour-long episode. Oh, I forgot about that. It's an hour, isn't it? It's an hour. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those you've got to watch live, isn't it? Because I'm, I'm out tomorrow. And I'm already getting really paranoid that something is going to delay. I almost don't want to leave the house because I've got to watch this live. <laughs> Do you know um, what? Would we, will we find out tomorrow? Moffat has a habit of leaving these things up in the air sometimes. I know. Uh, I think we will, actually. I think yeah. it's going to be something to, to do with the, the thing with all the souls trapped in it. I think, I think we'll get an answer. I'd, I'd be disappointed if we don't because I'd like some sort of explanation. Right. I'd, like, I'd just like to, you know, I'd like to know... 
what it's sort of like you said why how whatever yeah. even if it's just a brief sort of thing cool i just didn't know if i'd missed anything glaringly obvious you know no no Cool. No, no, I don't think it's that they haven't done anything like this before. Right. So um, all will be potentially revealed tomorrow. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll be as I say, be disappointed if we don't get some sort of yeah. explanation. Yeah. In case anyone's confused, we're recording this on Friday the seventh. Yeah. So if you're listening to this in a month's time, you're like, what what, what what's going on tomorrow? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um Okay, and so the doctor in this, Mr. Capaldi. Brilliant as always. I thought so. Yeah, yep. I thought he was great. Absolutely bang on the money for me. I'm getting bored with saying that now. I know, but well... It's not I'd a bad thing, if, obviously. I'd be lying if I said different, because I, I thought he was great. Yeah, every every podcast since he started, um, it's been a case of, so what's, you know, Capaldi's like, oh, he's been brilliant. I think brilliant. he's been great. Uh, you know the bit where they come out of St. Paul's? Yes. Um, and, well, when she actually reveals who she is, his face is full of... Fear. Dread. It, For the first time as well, that we've seen that, properly scared. Yeah. And I think that's that's a that's um it just shows what a good actor he is because he makes it look so convincing. Because you know, it's it's really easy to overact these sort of things. Oh, you know, it, yeah. Just yeah. his face was filled with dread. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, such a good performance. But I this comes around to what we're saying about needing some answers. Like there's a few bits there about I don't quite get the concept of the soul's trapped in the ball, becoming Cybermen, you know, they seem two different things to me. I haven't quite got my head around how that works yet. Okay. And why, when they, why were they suddenly in St. Paul's? That hasn't been explained. You know what I mean? They were, they were in the Neversphere and then they run out of St. Paul's. You could even see the sort of stained glass behind them in the door. And what was going on there? I didn't quite, you well, know, get what was going on. Well, firstly, the doctor and Clara, they didn't go to the Neversphere. Oh, okay. Where did they go? They just went to the 3W, which is not in the Neversphere. Right, okay. So the Neversphere is... Is the ball. Is in, is in the ball, yeah. So but why, why is the 3W in St. Paul's? I don't know. Oh, okay, right. Maybe it's a cool building. <laughs> it is a cool building. I, um, yeah. I think maybe it's there because uh, who, who goes into St. Paul's? In, well, I know tourists go in there. But other yeah. than that, if there's like a like a secret, you know, underground whatever with all these tombs, these fish tanks, as he called it, mm. um, nobody's going to just go stumbling through there, are they? No, no, I guess. I think I don't know. It's just a sort of initial, you know, like they were sort of in that, that room and then they run out the doors and it was so clearly, you know, like you could sort of see the stained glass windows and stuff. And I was a bit like, what's, what's going on? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't quite, quite get it. It was a bit jarring. Yeah, it was a bit yeah. strange. But um, yeah, I think the the concept, as far as I uh, read into it anyway, was uh, when someone dies, their um, I don't know what word to use. Their soul, their life force, their soul. whatever, their soul, I guess, uh, gets downloaded into the big red and black orb, Time Lord technology thing basically a big hard drive isn't it that's Um, right yeah yeah yeah. and so their body is obviously you know as long as they're not cremated their body is you know as it is starts to rot and decay whatever um however the cyberman exoskeleton doesn't need um so much in a way of living tissue it can still operate in in a in a dead person's physical body yeah and then once this once that process is completed then they re-download that person's soul i guess quote unquote back into the cyberman's 
core right, okay, vortex, that, uh, cortex, whatever. Yeah, that makes a bit more sense because I couldn't quite get my head around that whole, you know, where the Cybermen were sort of coming from in terms of that. But yeah, I guess that, that makes a bit more sense. I'm pretty sure that's how it's working. Mm. Although, I, again, as I've as I am many, many times on this stuff. I could be horribly wrong. And well, no, that'll do for like, me. Yeah, well, it's probably people listening like, what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure. Someone on, a, someone on a forum somewhere is probably exploding over that theory right now. Gary. I guarantee yeah. it. <laughs> Doctor Who fans are the hardest, most critical fans to please. <laughs> Can I just ask, actually, one thing I did want to ask you, because last week um, you weren't, very impressed with the visuals. Um, I wasn't bothered by them. What did you think of the visuals this week? Right, before we do that, oh. um, just wanted to say, you know, we were saying about how good Capaldi was and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, in the Forest of the Night, mm. he wasn't amazing. But I'm putting one. that down to the scripts, yeah. to be honest. But I thought there was moments throughout that episode and stuff where he was, I think I mentioned this when we recorded on that that particular episode, that him and Jenna Coleman just looked so tired and yeah. just wrecked. And I think it just affected them a little bit. And it was a little bit lackluster for me. Um, but other than that, Capaldi has been amazing, as we said. I think um, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so visuals. Visuals. Yeah. Because it was very, it wasn't much in a way of CG. So it was fine. I just thought, you know, that, you know, when the Clara was trying to ring the doctor, we got this sort of shot of this landscape, with the TARDIS on it, very briefly at start, just looked particularly bad. Oh, sorry, yes. Yeah, that did look pretty I mean, that reminded shoddy. me of something of the 80s. But yeah. also, but but what did you think? I mean, that was brief, but what did you actually think of the the Never Spirit itself? You know, all, all the buildings and the, you know, did you think that looked all right? Did that did that work? Um, it was okay. I mean, that, that's the thing with Doctor Who, especially this mm. series, is there's been various scenes where some things some things look really really good and other things just look so bad um yeah. and i think it was a, a, a combination of both with this one i think um that opening scene yeah where the doc the, the tardis is just on this strange meteor landscape kind of thing just looked really bad it did it almost yeah. if i'd have been there i actually probably would have edited it out yeah just had just cuts because it did look ropey it did look pretty shoddy yeah and then the mm. scene where they go into the 3w and you see like the whole the whole huge room with all of these different uh tombs like these fish tanks in i think mm. that looked pretty good um yeah i mean it's, i think it was just a combination of two really some things looked okay um but when when they were dealing with actual physical effects and stuff like that scene with clara throwing the keys in the lava mm. that whole setting thing was really well done that was loved it that was yeah. great yeah. yeah um and obviously on location is always good you know, running yes. out of St. Paul's. And I'm going to say it was St. Paul's, wasn't it? It wasn't somewhere just in Wales and they just green screened St. Paul's behind them. No, it was it was definitely St. Paul's um, cool. Cathedral. Right. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I know somebody that went up to see the filming. I was I remember trying to desperately get out of work thinking, I'm going to go up because I was seeing all these pictures of people meeting Capaldi. Apparently, I know a few people that were there watching the filming. Apparently, he was amazing during the, the filming breaks. He would Every time they stopped filming, he would come over to the fans and have pictures and autographs. And I was just I was at work just so envious that day, seeing all these people tweeting pictures of, um, of them filming. But apparently, from hearsay, Capaldi was amazing with the fans. Oh, cool. So, but, it, but yeah, it was 100% definitely 
Defo some, London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could even sure. see somebody I know in the Doctor Who Extra thing, in the um, barrier, by the barrier, I could spot him a mile off. But um, yeah, it was definitely St. Paul's. Cool. Just wish I'd been there. Yeah, that would have been very mm. cool. Because he's quite... Gary, sorry, go on. <laughs> go on. No, go on, you go. I was going to say, Capaldi's uh, pretty cool with autographs and stuff like that, isn't he? He doesn't mind. He kind yes. of embraces that. Yeah. Well, so we're here. I mean, I'm oh, I'm trying not to get my hopes up, but I'm going to the Mark Gattis afternoon with next week, and he's going to be there. You little and, rascal. Yeah, I You're didn't around I tell you that. A bit, aren't you? Oh, I do get around. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd heard. But um, no, I, I'm I'm really I'm going to be lingering outside that theatre like like a madman because if there's even the slightest chance of meeting him, um, I want to do it. But, it, but it, I'm, I'm trying not to get my hopes up because it probably won't happen. But it's nice he's to gonna... meet you. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Rapsy Nesbit. It's nice. <laughs> Hello to the Big Blue Box podcast. <laughs> no, it's not. Really. It's kind of Scottish, I guess. Oh, actually, yeah. yeah, I'll have the I have the thing ready to, just in case. You never know. But yeah, I, as I say, I, it's, it probably won't happen. But he he is going to be there. Mark Gattis is going to be there, obviously, because it's his thing. Who else is there? The, um, what's the guy Moriarty from? Sherlock, he's going to be there. So I am going to be lingering around. Yeah, cool. Just hoping to, but Capaldi's the one. He's, I'm not, even if I don't, I wouldn't care if I didn't meet any of those. If I get to even meet that guy next yeah, week, it'd be good. Cool. But uh, yeah, try not, I'm trying not to think about it because I'll just get too excited <laughs> and I'll probably turn into a jelly. Um, but what I was going to say is, Gary, yes. say something nice. <laughs> <laughs> say, what? yeah, what was that about? Say something nice. What was I don't that? know. I just thought it, wasn't it great though? And poor old Dr. Chang. Yeah. I, what did he do? Do you know what? I thought that was just one of those very cool little, um, I really like when writers do that, you know, cause they really enforces that character, you know, she is very yeah. much like that. And we did, it didn't need explaining really. It was yeah. just a way like that kind of evil, that evil nicety is the only way I can describe it. She's coming across as very, very, even though he knows and she knows that he's Why about didn't to he be run. Yeah. He just stood there. I was like, yeah. run Dr. Chang, run. That was I very cool. Cause, well, that's yeah. the master through and through, isn't it? Oh, brilliant. Yeah. You know? It's such a great, just, I love that though. So it's, it's in the trailer for, this week, isn't it? Say something nice. And the doctor goes, you win. Actually, yeah, you do it. You can yeah. do the voice. You win. Yeah. You win. So, yeah. yeah, yeah you, very good. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, she's so, very... Yeah, I, lo- I, lo- I love how they've... Uh, so the way that she's performed it, like you say earlier, has just been mm. spot on. If you were going to... you know, so. If you're going to bring the master back as a woman, that's pretty much... Uh, she's a good choice. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. And did you think the... Just going on to the ending, though, you know, it was such a brilliant build-up, wasn't it? Really, really great builder, and then we zoomed into the Cyberman's eye. For yeah, me, that's yeah. where it should have ended. We then cut to a scene of Danny hovering over a delete button, and I was thinking, what? It was a really jarring bit of editing. That 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 should have been before that. You know, it should have ended when we went into Cyberman's eye. For me, ah, right, it, yeah. Did, did you think that was an odd bit of editing? That well, I think I think it just eluded that there was going to be more um, more things a more conversation to happen with Danny because mm. did you see as he was hovering over the delete button there was in the iPad there was a reflection of the little child as well I only spotted it on the second watch I didn't notice it the first time yeah so that little yeah, kid and- ran off didn't he um, yeah but he's obviously back to to talk stuff or to maybe influence a decision I'm not sure but um, perhaps he's going to lean over and press the button <laughs> but it, it absolutely <laughs> get, get him back you sod <laughs> yeah. but yeah. yes I do agree it should have ended yeah. with zooming into the Cyberman's eyes and, I, yeah. it just seemed like an odd odd edit to me but I mean you know still worked well but it was a bit like oh 
it sort of took me out of the amazing build-up just for a second. Yeah. Maybe that maybe that was the point, but um, but yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to reviews. Sorry, mm-hmm. reviews. Let's move reviews. on to ratings. Ratings. Yeah. Let's I'm just do it. Yeah, I've got my little pad of notes here, and it's um, it's got really dark, really early, and in all honesty, I can't even read my pad because I haven't turned the light on. Because when we started recording this, it was light, and of course, it's uh, it's now gone dark. I I believe I wrote down eight out of ten, which I think I'm going to stick with. I'm going to go with an eight out of ten with this episode. Eight out of ten. Yeah, oh, that's another snap, isn't it, for us then? Is it you going eight out of ten as well? Indeed. What, no point, five point? No, because there's episodes where I've given it like a half or taken half away. It's because (laughs) I've been generally happy or or whatever with the episode, but maybe there was just one aspect that really stuck with me afterwards I was either happy Mm. or not happy about, but it wasn't enough to downgrade it. It's a very complex system, our rating, isn't it? It Um, is, it is. is. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm going to say, yeah, I'm just going to give it a flat eight because I think it was really enjoyable, really... uh, Really, even though there was a lot of complaints about that stuff, I did enjoy the darkness to it. It did provide a very good atmosphere, and it was a good kind of. It was quite tense for a lot of the the episode. It was very cool. Uh, loved Capaldi as usual. Loved Clara. Um, I'm not going to go out and say it was perfect because no. there were things that weren't. I would have liked to have seen a bit more of Doctor Chang and what he was. A bit of a plot filler. I thought we could have done more of him. Will and he now be in the ball? He might well. Be. No, because he was disintegrated immediately, wasn't he? Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see him again. Um, and I also would have liked to have seen a bit more from the Cybermen. I'd like to have seen a bit more of why or, or, or how exactly Missy... I know because it's probably going to be revealed tomorrow night, but I'd have liked to have seen a bit more about why the 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 Cybermen are, are being controlled and, you know, being... Because I think I said it earlier, it happens sometimes with the Centaurans, especially in New Doctor Who, where mm. where you've got characters like Strax. And in that episode where um, that kind of genius kid in the mansion was bringing them back through the portal. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. You know, they didn't really come across as very threatening and stuff like no. that. So I don't want the Cybermen to go down that same road where their their kind of fierceness and their their terror gets a bit diluted because they just get controlled by somebody else. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, hundred percent agree with you on that. Actually. Yeah, so I'd yeah. like to see a bit more from them. They just seem like very much puppet on strings at the moment, and also, um, I, I think you have picked up on this more than I have for previous episodes. But when the Doctor comes running out and says, "You know, this, you know, run away, run away," and then the Cybermen follow, there doesn't seem to be enough panic and enough people, you know, going nuts, you know, as they should do. No, that's right. And I think getting looking at the promo shots for this week's episode, it looks like people are taking selfies with them and seem to think it's all a bit of a bit of fun. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, there wasn't much panic on so I mean I love that bit when Mrs. like, Oh, another ranting Scotsman, sorry, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you know, it was sort of, you know, just brushing it off like that. Yeah. But you're right, there wasn't much yeah, there wasn't much only the doctor was panicking. Yeah. So that, yeah, so I thought there'd be a bit more hoo ha than that, than people just carrying on with their lunch and Anyways, yeah, eight out of ten. That's a good score. I think so. Yeah, a yeah. good, a good engrossing episode and and a really good build up for tomorrow night, which I can't wait for this. Indeed, yeah, um, it's going to be good. Are you going to be locking yourself in a room, nobody around you to disturb it? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, same got, here. Got two for this one. Um, It'll be me and the cat and no one else. So tomorrow <laughs> night's title is 
Death in Heaven. Death in Heaven, which is uh, it's got a, a, an interesting title, isn't it? What does that mm. mean? It's got to do something with Death in Heaven with uh, the Neversphere. Yeah, no, it's gonna it's gonna be good. Uh, well, yeah. I hope it's gonna be good. Uh, we've had a couple of tweets. Um, mm. uh, so Cousins twenty nineteen, who has changed changed the name this week to. <laughs> Death in Heaven. So getting the grips with this name change with Cousins That's 2019. It. Keeps us on our toes. Hello, in, Cousins. Uh, he's He has said, uh, I thought Dark Water was epic, uh, but uh, but the end uh, at the end, I thought it was just brilliant. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, good. I thought for a minute there he was going to say, but I thought the end was rubbish. <laughs> yeah, so a thumbs up <laughs> oh, from good. Cousins 29. And uh, yeah, I'd like to say uh, a, a big shout actually to uh, a shout out to Cousins 2019 because uh uh, he's fired us a load of tweets and stuff um, over the last couple of weeks and uh, very complimentary about the, pop- the podcast. So thank you for your work. Yeah, glad you're enjoying it, man. Yeah. And uh, another uh, tweet we had in yesterday. Mm. From uh, Mike Taylor. Mm-hmm. Slinger of the Webs. I love that name on, yeah, on Twitter. Slinger of the Webs. Very Spider-Man. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, he says... Uh, 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 at Big Blue Box Bcast, just wanted to say I love the podcast and the addition of the Geeks handbag is awesome. Oh, I had to pay him a lot of money to tweet that, but th- <laughs> thank you, Mike. Yeah, he it's- says, uh, love the chemistry and the banter. Oh, that's brilliant. Always good to hear good feedback. Thanks, yeah, Mike. Glad you're words. enjoying it. Yeah, kind words. Thanks for that, mate. Uh, so I think that's going to wrap, buddy, for 17. Yes. <laughs> So that is going to wrap for episode 17. Uh, this has been a good one. Yeah. It's been a really good one. Chatting everything, everything dark water. And I just, well, can you imagine, if this has been fun, can you imagine next week? Uh, but wow. ho- hopefully one of us hasn't exploded. One, yeah. <laughs> I imagine there's going to be some explosions on Twitter <laughs> and Facebook tomorrow night. Oh yeah, it's going to be great. There's bound to be wait. some unhappy souls complaining and moaning about something. Yeah, unhappy yep. souls complaining from um, the Never Spear. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you did there. Yeah, nice. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so um, get in contact with us. Uh, let us know what you feel about um, uh, Dark Water and when we speak to you next um, about Death in Heaven. Let us know your thoughts on everything. Uh, just have a, head over to uh, bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk and you can find links there to the uh, Twitter account and Facebook. So give us a follow, give us a like, and uh, and have a chat with us. Indeed. And you can also uh, follow Adam's uh, Geeks Handbag. Uh, just go to the Geeks, is it thegeekshandbag.com? I always ask you this. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I always get it wrong myself. I always say Geeks Handbag. It's thegeekshandbag.com. I really should have taken out the the. Too late now. Too late. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, Adam's got loads of cool uh, videos and stuff over on his uh, site and Facebook and YouTube and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, and just um, yeah, let us know what's going on and we will see you next time. Yeah, be seeing you. Bye-bye. Alonzi! Uh, oh, I forgot it last oh. time, didn't I? I always wait to try and join in at the same time as you. Let's do it, yeah? Okay, let's do it. Three, one, two, two. one. Uh, Alonzi! <laughs> <laughs> After three, three, oh, two, two, one. one. Alonzi! Alonzi. Alonzi.